Hello and welcome to another edition of Video Games to the Max. We are live right now on the Facebook page, Twitter, everything else. And of course, here with me as always, Mr. Mark Warson. Howdy. I am your host, Sean Garmer, and I'm sorry if I'm going to sound a little bit nasally or whatever. I uh, haven't been back at my house for a while, and all this cat hair and everything that I haven't been around in a while is apparently getting to me. So apologies if I'm not at the best of health while we're doing this. But hey, so it's been a bit, but there is some things to talk about. Sony announced a disability controller product Leonardo. They've also sold a bunch of PS5s. There's a possibility of The Last of Us Part 3, a Final Fantasy IX remake, a Persona 3 remake. We've been playing some games and a lot more right after this. You are listening to Video Games to the Max. Well, um, just to get it out of the way, of course, the housekeeping here, if this is your first time or your hundredth time listening or watching, really appreciate you as always. You can watch us live on W2 Network on Twitter, on Facebook, on uh, Twitch, and of course on YouTube as well. Not this time, because we have another one of our shows going on at the same time, which is crazy, but I'll get to that in a little bit here. And, of course, you can watch us on demand on the WTM Network YouTube, uh, as always, as well. And if you prefer to just listen with your ears, which I do a lot uh, while I'm at work, uh, I use Podcast Addict. You guys might use something else, but we're pretty much on anything that's out there, whether it's iTunes or Spotify, Amazon, Google, whatever. We are on there. And, of course, if you subscribe to the whole W10 Network and not just video games to the max, you can get everything else we do. We've added a new podcast, The Movies That Don't Suck, along with all of our other movie stuff with the Radisher Broadcasting. Uh, They have another new show that comes out every once in a while called Rescue Rebellion. I think they just did, like, a show on board games. Uh, They do metal music reviews as well. And then we got the anime show, Taught the Keiki. MMA for Marks, and we might get back chapter select with Randy and Jens pretty soon as well, according to them. So pretty cool to see that even though that'll be more movies related, which I guess goes along with all the other stuff we got going on, but maybe they'll come back to games if they have time. Randy's a much busier guy at this point now, so we'll see uh, how this goes. Mark, I mean... How was your holidays? How was your Christmas and New Year's? Yeah, it's pretty boring. I'm just trying to survive the, that one cold weekend or so. That's about it. Well, I'm glad that you're still here uh, with us. Now we got to see how it goes out and where a lot of gaming stuff happens in California, Los Angeles, all that stuff. They were trying not to get flooded and all that the last time I checked. So yeah. we'll see how that goes. Um Yeah, so it's not been like, obviously people have been doing their, you know, game of the year stuff or like we're going to do here at the end, our most anticipated games kind of stuff, because it's usually this is the kind of time of year where gaming, as a lot of other things do, they 
cool down for the end of the year, and then they kind of reset to start again. So we're kind of in that little lull period a little bit. There is the a few big games coming out pretty soon, so we'll kind of start hitting the... This has been customary for the last couple of years. It feels like we're getting the big games in January and February. So we will probably be getting that as well this year too. So don't worry. But there hasn't been this like big deluge of news aside from people doing those things. We are going to do our, you know, top 25 games, top 10 games, uh, personal, that kind of stuff. We're just trying to get like who's going to be on for that and everything. And then we'll still do, we'll do our fantasy draft again this year. So also trying to get who can be on that and also have people that are going to actually like be on it and contribute. Cause last time we had a few people that were on the draft and then never touched the uh, thing again. So we're going to try to prevent that from happening this year, at least as much as we can. So really quickly, if you have a PlayStation five or four for that matter, you can, Go download the PlayStation Plus games for this month, which are available right now as we speak. You can go get an amazing game that if you haven't played yet, you really should because there's going to be a sequel coming out supposedly this year, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. You can go get that on PS5 or PS4. If you have time to play an MMO and you like Fallout, you can get Fallout 76 or a game that Mark didn't really like that much, Axiom Verge 2 for also PS5 or PS4. So... Yeah, two of those games are bad, and then there's Star Wars. <laughs> to be fair, they've tried to come back with uh, Fallout 76. So, But um, yeah, I remember you just like being really disappointed by the fact that Axiom Verge 2 did yeah, not live up to your expectations. <laughs> yep, it's terrible. So, uh, yeah, um, but definitely, definitely go and download Je- uh, Jedi Fallen Order. It's like a mixture of Dark Souls, and I can't think of the... Metroidvania. Yeah, like Metroidvania Dark Souls combat. So that's some fun well, stuff. It's there. like Dark Souls combat, but Metroidvania, they like to get around and like, right. oh, to open this door, you need this hacking tool or to get around, you know, you need this like zipline thing and stuff like that. So, and you do get to fight with the lightsabers. So that's always fun as yeah. well. But yeah, um, like I said, Sony had a CES con- uh, press conference where we thought it was really going to be to show off the VR2. And it turned out that the VR2 part was kind of not really the big deal. The big deal was the Project Leonardo, which is their first shot at a disability controller. You know, for the longest time, we've seen Xbox have theirs and people have lauded that thing. And, you know, people wondered like, hey, you know, PlayStation, do they just not see disability as an important thing? I mean, what what's going on with that? Uh, you know, people want to play their games, uh, you know, that have disability or other kind of issues and just can't. And now we kind of get that surprise that this has kind of been in development for a while, uh, along with like Able Gamers helped out as well. And this is it. If you kind of look at it, which I will see if I can pull up something uh, for the video people, but it oh, looks like this. Looks like huh? a pizza wheel. Yeah, it looks like a big pizza wheel with like a joystick, like a black joystick kind of controller, which is, um, and they said it's not, it doesn't have like a, a set configuration. Like it doesn't have this like, okay, well, this is what you're supposed to build. And then you can kind of modify it. They kind of just let you out of the box, build it the way you want. Yeah. And kind of. It's all like detachable like, and yeah. I mean, so. 
I mean, obviously we don't have a use for this, but this is also for the people that that would need that. I mean, what do you what do you think about it? And yeah, I mean, as long as it's not too expensive, because I think that Xbox One is kind of pricey. Uh, yeah, considering that Sony is not about, or they haven't been necessarily about um, making things cheap. Yeah. Um, I don't have like a ton of faith that they are gonna try to keep this in the. I guess what you would deem affordable range. Right. I would think that they were probably going to say, okay, whatever Microsoft's charging, we can charge that too. Yeah. Um, Maybe try to see if they can undercut it by $50, but I don't know. Like the technology. I mean, mean, the Xbox one's a hundred bucks. So I'm assuming this would be a hundred bucks too, at least. Yeah. The, I mean, the technology in this thing and all the different ports and all that stuff that you can put in it just looks like a lot. So I don't know that. Yeah, but it's I mean, also it probably missing features like the vibration motor, or like the, the HD vibration or the whole like motion control crap. Right. Which who needs it? So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is like, it is cool that they got Steve Spawn and several other people to be in this and like give their perspective and be able to provide, you know, what the controller needs to really work for disabled gamers and the like so this is awesome that somebody's doing this finally and hopefully this help uh get things moving in the right direction where we see more of this from sony really the weird thing is like we still don't really know if nintendo's working on any of anything like this um i mean i don't know what you could do for the switch in that capacity just retrofit a uh, nes power pad yeah, I guess you could do that. But, I mean, it is weird still that, like, Nintendo doesn't uh, seem to have this affinity for that. They just kind of like, all right, well, you play your games or you don't or whatever, and it is what it is. But, yeah, I mean, it does It does look pretty cool. Um, it's, like, it's got the DualSense color, so it has the white with, you know, the different configurations of the face buttons and then the back buttons. This is, uh, again, pretty cool that they're doing that, and hats off to Sony for doing it. I did mention that they did talk about PSVR 2. Um, the biggest thing from the PSVR 2, I guess, showing at CES um, was that they announced that Gran Turismo 7 is going to get a free mode. I guess if you already have Gran Turismo 7, that's neat. Yeah. Um, they also announced Beat Saber. And they didn't announce that if you already had that, you're going to get this for free. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's weird because it was on the PSVR 1. So. That, that's what I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. That was like the, the big standout app, so I'm sure... I mean, I also don't understand, like, why wouldn't that be a launch game for the PSVR 2? But, okay. <laughs> like, you yeah. know, um, I don't really get why that's not um, a thing, I guess. But sure, I mean, they well, announced like, yeah. One reason is because Oculus publishes it now, so that might be an issue. Okay, yeah, I guess. But I mean, supposedly, uh, Meta and Sony are working closer together. So yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know why. They, again, they wouldn't uh, do this, but they really kind of just, you know, promoted the things we already know about it. Um, it was like a, I guess, like a five-minute thing. It wasn't. 
I thought they would spend more time on it, like, I guess showing more games and things like that. You know, the stuff that's going to sell people on the PSVR 2. You think that yeah. Grand Turismo 7 thing is going to be like the whole game in VR or just some like siloed off VR mode that. Supposedly it is the whole game. Yeah, it's going uh, to be great, I think. Or... Yeah, I, I don't know that. Uh, I mean, it's. Uh, I, I mean, it might be fine for people that like Gran Turismo a lot and oh, wanted so to have you... that experience. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> stick to it. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the thing is like, this is for definitely for people that already like Gran Turismo and maybe were thinking about getting a PSVR 2. I saw a few folks that were like, this is what I wanted for the PSVR 2. Um, and then and now I'm going to get it because of this, but I don't think this is going to be one of those like uh, killer app things that moves it. Right. So, But hey, at least credit to them for doing that and adding it in, at least. Hey, they don't um, have a Wipeout game, so might as well use Gran Turismo instead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but Wipeout could cause people to have a lot more... Uh, like nausea issues, wouldn't you think? I mean, not really. And the whole I mean, point of Wipeout to be doing stuff fast. Yeah, but you can still, it's still controllable. Like, I imagine the fisheye lens you're going to use for Grand Turismo is going to be more disorienting, but that's me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll see once it comes out, which this thing is like, doesn't it come out like in February? End of February? Uh, so, I yeah. mean, th- that's the thing is like, I feel like we aren't getting, I mean, there's, I think they said there's like at least like 18 games that are coming for launch. So, um, you know, that, that's a decent size lineup for, usually you'll have people buy the, have a good retach rate if you buy this thing. But I mean, this right. is a much more expensive proposition than. Yeah, I uh, imagine like you're gonna go into any store that sells like electronics, and they're gonna be like boxes of this thing laying around. Yeah, uh, I mean, you. I don't think you. I don't think you're gonna have necessarily that problem. Uh, at first, you always get people that are gonna like sell out the first part, like. Um, there's finally the Project Leonardo there for the people that are watching on video. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's after that. I think after the initial batch is, like, will they get support to get people to actually keep buying this and maybe buy it if it goes on a sale or stuff like that? I mean, I mean, I what, what got it for me was, uh, you know, if they make another AstroBot, Maybe that's what gets me to maybe try it again. But right now I don't have the room. Again, I'm into the problem where I don't necessarily have the room for that. So, (laughs) Yeah, especially the money. But also, like, I wouldn't really be able to play it the way it would be intended. So, yeah. But, hey, at least one thing that uh, Jim Ryan announced out of this thing is 
There's 30 million PS5s have been sold, and now, according to him, from this point forward, it's going to be much easier to get a PS5. So, I mean, both of us already have one, so it doesn't really, you well, know. He's good, good in his first part. He's lying about the second part. <laughs> well, I mean, I have seen a lot more people be able to pick it up now. Pick it but... up. Yes, pick it up, but not still not be able to like, go into a store and find him. Yeah. I, it obviously depends on where you live. Yeah. Um, like, the moment it, I can walk into a Best Buy and they got, like, three on the shelf. That'll, I'm like, okay, it's now easy, slightly easier to pick up, but that still has not happened. <laughs> it seems like what it is is that it's like, okay, well, there's a lot more online. Yeah, I've seen it, I've seen it like, a Best yeah. Buy, like, ready to be picked up or stuff like that. Or they're, right. they're just selling it from like the like the Sony's website themselves, but as far as like GameStop or you know Best Buy, like no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like oh, you can get it on Target's website or maybe Walmart's website or something like that, or Sony themselves. But like you said, going into the store, finding it, yeah, not necessarily the easiest thing right now. Yeah, and uh, one last thing, I guess Sony necessarily related is uh, that Neil Druckmann of course they're they've been they're what uh, a few weeks away from the start of The Last of Us yeah I think it's a uh, TV show yeah which um, that's what according to Randy that's what they're going to be doing the the first uh, the chapter select return is going to be the reviewing The Last of Us TV show don't know if they're going to do that weekly or they're just going to wait for it to all come out. But either way, I mean, they've been promoting that. Um, and he doesn't necessarily, like, tell you, oh, for sure there is going to be a Last of Us Part 3. But he does say that there's more story to tell with The Last of Us. So kind of leaving that door open, I guess. Well, yeah. You, I'm not going to close it. Yeah. I mean, but I feel like definitely there is going to be a Last of Us Part 3. Yeah. I feel like there's too much money left on the table not to do one. Uh, this TV show is only going to invigorate people more to want to check out the series. So I would not be surprised if we get an explosion of Last of Us Part 1 and 2 being bought. Or if you already have a PS4 being played. Because you can, you know, get it for pretty cheap there, and you then a, you can get part two now for like ten bucks if you hunt around. Yeah, that's true. And then yeah, if you have a PS Five, the last was part one, not the not the remake, but the remaster is there for free in the collection. So yeah. there's that at least. Um, and then the last was part one is going to be coming to PC in March, I think March third. So you'll have it on PC as well. Uh, a few months after the probably the show will still be on by the time that comes out, or be close to ending the first season. Yeah, probably just so, right around. And I think it's only like eight or ten episodes. So they did announce that there's going to be some changes to the story. They aren't going to be telling as of now. They aren't going to be telling any stories that are not involved with the games. But I mean, I know you're not like Randy, say who's like. This is one of the 
greatest things of all time or whatever. But I guess as a uh, someone that's played the games and do you have a big issue with them saying they're going to change some of the story from the games and all that? Not really, but the only change you need to make is make uh, Nick Offerman's character the main character. <laughs> get, get rid of uh, you, that guy can stay in the Mandalorian and just have Nick Offerman hanging out for a while. <laughs> well, apparently, you know, that's going to be one of the changes is uh, Bill maybe might play a bigger role. Yeah. I guess. So. He's not, I mean, he's not in the game much at all. He's only yeah. in for like an hour or maybe like a two hour. I mean, he's in a like pretty minor in the grand scheme. So I do hope in the game though, like the game is the first game is really weird and awkwardly paced because they just jump from season to like season to season. Right. Like, there's like huge gaps there that it's like, we could tell something here, but Instead, you just show up at the zoo, and it's now the fall, and it's like, what the, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, um, so, sure, if they want to tell more stories. That's fine. Like, they obviously can't stray too much from it. But I mean, they're also not going to cast Nick Offerman to barely have him in the show either. So, uh, you, I mean, yeah. you'd kind of be surprised. Like, sometimes they just kind of do that nowadays. Like, they cast like a big actor in like a, a small role get people interested yeah. but i hope not and then of course they showed off the uh some art for the last of us multiplayer game that we still don't know when that's coming out but yeah. hey uh at least it should more of it right i mean i don't necessarily i'm not jones to play that or anything but i know a lot of people that are yeah so i'm not <laughs> Well, yeah, not you, but I'm talking about, I guess, on the internet in Global general. Or, yeah, but yeah. Like, I mean, you already had that in the first, like the first game on PS3, so it's like, man, right. I mean, a lot of people have been clamoring for that. They're saying, "Hey, where's the multiplayer? It was there in the original game, all that." Like, so because it wasn't uh, worthwhile, like that should be their, their response. <laughs> Yeah, but you know everything has to have a multiplayer component now. Like you got to have something that can maybe last a while. Especially Sony with their, we're kind of try to not try to also focus on these things that are not just one and done games. So we'll see how well yeah. that goes. I guess for them, <laughs> something that I can't believe is still in the minds of one Square Enix is that they're still insistent on the blockchain and NFT uh, games. They published a New Year's letter to promote how aggressively they invested in blockchain games that the recent volatility in the market actually ultimately benefit them. And yeah, it's just, it's crazy to see how we saw quite a few people just like say, I don't know that we're going to go in that direction to some games just outright saying we're not doing these anymore. And then Square is just like, oh, yeah, it's still awesome, by the way. We're, we're still doing this. Like, why? Well, I guess, it, well the, the dark reason I suspect is when they when their profits fall again this year, they can blame yeah. that instead of like Final Fantasy 16 not doing well or. Force broken, likely being the bomb. 
okay, I could definitely see with Forspoken, but I'm sorry, man. Like the fact I think, that Final I don't think Final Fantasy 16 is gonna like bomb, but yeah, I don't think it's gonna do as well as they want it to do because they want it to do crazy and like that franchise is is not the healthiest when it comes to new games. I mean, you're not wrong, but like... Well, I'll put it to you this way. Do you think Final Fantasy 16 is going to do better or worse than Final Fantasy 7 Remake Part 2? No, I mean, okay, but that's that's a different <laughs> can of worms there. Like, uh, Rebirth has the Final Fantasy 7 connection... You're talk. You're talking about like it's a it's a game that everybody knows. Um, you don't necessarily have to have played the uh, original to have played this, according to them. Like it's going to vary that much that you could necessarily just play it as a its own game. Like people know the characters outside of the game. Like Final Fantasy XVI is a different animal in that way. But I do think that it's going to sell well because. It's PS5 only. There's not that many PS5 only games out there. So, and the fact that they're like, I know it's going to turn off the the more traditionalists, but the right. fact that it's more of like solo focused and uh, the combat is more, I guess, oriented to like the big boss fights and stuff like that. Like, you know, obviously um, we saw this with Elden Ring and, all that kind of stuff of how people are that seems to be a direction I mean, that people are okay to go in. You saw it with Final Fantasy 15, look how well that one. <laughs> no, with Final Fantasy 15, the problem was it was it never married itself to one, it tried to right. be <laughs> multiple things at once, right? Um, and also like the story was a problem, <laughs> but uh. I had fun in that game, but I think it's more like looked at now after they made all the fixes and everything that it's kind of okay and not necessarily when it first came out. I don't I think mean, you're going to have back, a problem with this I game. I loved it back then. So. <laughs> I mean, I did too, but there was a lot of people that just they couldn't stand it and then they came with a world those, edition or whatever, played it again, and they seemed to like it more. Those people are called weak-minded. Yeah. But I, I don't know. Uh, stories, story might not be wind up being like anything, you know, amazing. But I think people are gonna end up liking the combat more and yeah, stuff like that. So I mean, but it just smacks that this whole NFT thing is just like cover for them. Like when they have losses, they're like, oh, it's because no one bought our stupid cloud NFT. Yeah, possibly. But to be fair to them they do have good enough art teams that if they can actually make some decent NFTs or, or blockchain games, I could see people that are Final Fantasy crazy that will, that will probably end up buying the damn blockchain game, sadly. So, uh, no, until, until they should have done eight months later, like, like just like first soldier. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that that won't happen is that's more surprising to me. Like I could see this thing get announced and then pretty quickly, just like also Babylon's fall. Yeah. Where it's like, Oh, 
I'm sorry, we shut this down. Like you weren't playing this enough. So or uh took about yeah. racing GP, like they just yeah, that too that. that really should have not been that way. But yeah. you know, again, that's Square Enix and their hubris there of just like that's really not what people wanted from this, but sure, whatever, you know. Um the thing that I if it does get announced, whether it's at E3 or Summer Games Fest or Square Enix announced it by themselves or However the hell they announce this. Um, if we really do get that, you know, because they, Yoshi P hinted at, or was it Katase, uh, hinted at um, that there's one announcement that's not Final Fantasy VII related because we know that there's, we got Final Fantasy sixteen, we got Rebirth, which that could still wind up coming in early next year. But we also got Ever Crisis coming out at some point this year. So a lot of it is geared toward the Final Fantasy VII and, you know, the the anniversary. But he did hint that there's one game that's not related to Final Fantasy VII or the known 16 that they still have to announce. And it's a pretty big announcement. And if you go back to that NVIDIA leak, that, you know, we have seen more and more games keep getting announced that we're actually, you know, on that thing. Um, I mean, there's an anime show that we still haven't seen Jack of. Apparently, uh, like Square Enix got to see it at some point, but we haven't seen it yet. Um, the Fantasy Nine too. <laughs> I saw some people actually asking for that. That would be hilarious, but. I mean, Final Fantasy Nine is my favorite Final Fantasy, so I would absolutely love it if we get this announcement. Who knows when it'll come out? Or, or but, it'll be the uh, the Air Guys anime wrestling show. <laughs> I'd watch that. <laughs> God. Yeah. Um, yes. So. If we're doing some kind of reaction video, I'm going to go nuts if that uh, that actually ever gets announced. But honestly, it's pretty cool that that could possibly be it. I've been waiting for something like that. So I just weird. It's weird that like they're just totally skipping eight in this thing. But I guess that's for another day when they don't have anything else to remake. Yeah, uh, they'll probably the, still. Uh... Sk- That'll be the we have no more ideas button, or you know, I'll break glass and we have no more ideas. I could see them remaking ten before they remake eight, actually. Yeah, but we'll see um, if that happens. Let's get to nine first, um, just to get other remake stuff out of the way. Uh, System Shock remake is supposedly going to come out soon. I feel like yeah. we keep saying that, and then it gets delayed. Um, it's supposedly going to come out March 2023 now. Um, this thing got crowdfunded, what, in like 2016? Yep. Um, gosh, that seems so long ago. Um, speaking of, uh, crowdfunding, uh, anniversaries, guess what just passed the, uh, Oh, I think it's the 10th or the 12th year 
anniversary. Star Citizen. Yep. Is that thing still in beta? Yeah, you still can't like. You can like, technically buy your way in, but it's kind of like, on like a storefront, or you know, you, there's no game. You know, it's just that like, is hang, absolutely hang insane. Yeah, that's just ridiculous. They're so like just stealing from people at this point, right? And people just keep giving them money. I guess they're just enjoying it the way it is. But it's just like, damn. I mean, really? they announced the uh, the single player thing is called Squadron Forty Two. That was announced right. in twenty fourteen. Oof. Yeah. So, according to a Kickstarter update, the developer insisted that this time it's different, y'all. Um. We're in the last major steps for finally releasing the game. The scope and scale of the project has evolved dramatically, and with Prime Matter joining the project, it's enabled us to focus on quality of life. Oh, whenever Prime Matter, folks. Uh, play, that's Play On, right? The Play On people's, yeah, I, I guess, so. take on the private division thing where they have these games they're helping funding or they're just making themselves. So... Hey, that's cool. If it gets the game made, that's awesome. I mean, you're a System Shock fan, right? So, not I only played the second not, one. Not really. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't have a ton of history with that. Like Bioshock School, but okay. I mean, I mean I, if it comes out, I'll probably play it or try it. We'll see. It depends yeah. on like, how modern it is, because even like System Shock Two is pretty archaic. When I play played like the the port of it, like the remaster right. or whatever. So, well, let's hope that they do modernize in a bit here, at least. Yeah. So, uh, that being said, um, there's one more remake that's possibly out there. This one's a bit more like people are just reading between the lines. And I think we've talked about this before. Rumors are spreading again that there's a Persona 3 remake happening. Yeah. Um, I said this from the beginning that like it was always weird that they were gonna bring Persona Three Portable uh to the new systems, and instead, you know, why not well, bring? Yeah, uh, Portable is the one where you could play as a chick, so right. they probably probably viewed that as like. But like Persona 3 Portable doesn't have its golden, right? Like it doesn't have the game that it's like, okay, this is the way you need to play this game. And it What's, brings all the best stuff. That's like Fez, I guess. But like Fez is like slightly different because you can't play as a girl and there's like slightly different. Like, right. That's just like the main game with like the fixed battle system and like the small epilogue. Right. Yeah, there's no. Golden brings in like kind of like Royal. You bring in the new character, and it's the definitive way to play Persona Four, right? Uh so Persona Three doesn't really have that, so they could technically remake it. Um, sure. I mean, hell, I, they should just be remaking like Persona One and Two. <laughs> like, that's the thing that I see a lot of people complain about, and I kind of see their point, like. And we have a lot of stuff for some of the three, four, and five. I mean, well, those are the games that are like big and important and got people interested. Like, yeah, Persona One and Two. Like, some people right. played them back in the day, 
But you ask people now, like, have you ever played Persona 2? They're going to go, like, fuck no. Right, but they also haven't really been available on, unless you emulate, they haven't really been available on modern consoles either. So, sure, but those games are like so archaic and weird that, like, even if they were, people would not like them. Because those are like damn near strategy games, you know? Right. And like weirdly, like first person too. And I say, what the fuck is going on here? Like, walk around the school environment. <laughs> I mean, but I think I mean, doesn't that make a case that why you should remake them? Like, that's what I was saying. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, let's bring that into a modern audience. They like Persona. Like, they would probably play this. Yeah. So I mean. That's where I kind of get the fans of like one and two, where it's just okay, all y'all do is keep doing three, four, and five. But I mean, to be fair to them, they're not on three and four, not on the other consoles yet. Like, let's see if that's ever going to be the case where Atlas acts like one and two exists because sometimes it kind of feels like they don't. I know they do, like with the anniversary stuff, like the 25th anniversary, obviously, it was like. Yeah, when Persona that was twenty five, that was last year. When I think Persona One was like ninety seven. Yeah, that would have been yeah twenty twenty two. But like I said, they're just so different, so different games compared to like three, four, and five that it's hard to go back to them. Like that's why a remake would be good if they wanted to do it. But I don't think like I imagine they're going to want to keep on rolling, like make another one instead. Yeah, I think that's the problem, too, is, like, I think people would also be wanting a Persona 6 at this point, which it was kind of shocking that they didn't announce that as the last thing uh, during that big anniversary thing. So it's like, okay, you didn't announce Persona 3 Remake, you didn't announce Persona Persona 6, so... What you know? What's the big deal here? They announced um, the Persona race kart racing game. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what's left. Uh, I mean, yeah. I guess they did bring the fighting game to. Yeah, that's cool. Especially that's that's like expensive. That was expensive to get. Yeah. So at least at least you have that, but I guess we could get a surprise announcement of it. Yeah, but it's still. Left to be seen what's going to be. I don't know. Uh, I, I kind of appreciate that they're not whoring the franchise out, unlike the, the franchise we just talked about. So, yeah. I mean, but to be, to be fair to Square Enix, um, you know, they, 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 like, I think Final Fantasy VII is a, at least they're not just, that's the thing. Like Sony will just want, oh man, I wanted a shot for shot remake of the original. It's like, do you really? I I mean, I think when it's all said and done, people will actually love all three of those games and appreciate that they took the time to essentially make sequels to Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it'll be seen as a oh we're whoring out the franchise kind of thing. Like it's been long enough. Like that's okay to remake. Um, Once Square Enix announces a Dirgis Cerberus remake, then they'll be whoring at the franchise again. <laughs> yeah, 
I, I mean, if you're gonna put it all into Ever Crisis and you already, I don't like. You could essentially do like a dirge of service. Uh, let's remaster the cutscenes and just put that in to something like you do Kingdom Hearts and say, "All right, that's it." You know, like I don't think we need to. Yeah. Remaster that game or remake that game or whatever. <laughs> like, um, it, I think it's better off if we just we don't need to act like it doesn't exist because he's mentioned that that's going to be spoken about. We already saw Weiss in the Yuffie uh, DLC or whatever, but I mean, still, I, I don't, I'm kind of going to be like you just talk about groan. If I hear that they're remaking that, <laughs> like really, you know, pretty much. <laughs> um, yeah, but either way, we will probably hear something along the lines of either Persona 6 or Persona 3 Remake or something else, uh, Persona, uh, by yeah. year's end there. Uh, speaking of games that are doing collections like Persona 3 and 4, uh, Hitman is bringing it all together. Uh, Hitman 3 is doing a collection, I think, called like the world uh, assassin or something like that. Um, so I meant he's going to be basically being rebranded and incorporating content from one and two, which I thought they already did. I um, mean, you can like import your, you can import, if you have those games already, you can like import them into Hitman three. But what oh, this okay. is, is like, they're taking Hitman one, two and three out the stores and announcing like this Hitman world of assassination thing. And that'll be the new game, or like that'll be the only skew that's available. Yeah, I mean, because that's kind of what's important about them, right? Is just having the. Do they really have a story that connects? Lately, I mean, mean, there is a campaign, but it's pretty. uh, It's like marginalized to an extent, or it's pretty siloed off from like. The main thing is like you're playing the levels over and over and unlocking like new. Ways to kill the targets. Yeah, I mean, I guess that that's fair and all, but I mean, it's not also nice. I mean, I had Hitman one and two on PC, and they said like, right. "Oh, if you have if you have part of the games, you'll be able to get the like the last bit like for a cheaper price." So that's nice. Good on that. Yeah, and you do get them uh, if you have three. You get a free upgrade. To World of Assassination, so yeah, there's that at least. All right. um, it's not like you're getting. Hey, oh, you have to go buy this all again. So that's always right. Yeah, I mean they they do pretty well uh, with like you know taking care of the cu- customer or you know like not screwing over the fan base too much. Yeah, uh, I mean, obviously, with Behooth and the Deuce, they're an indie publisher, so they kind of need to always be on the side of the fans. Yeah. Um, but still, and I'm hey, it's good that they're like, doing Paved the way for Hitman 4. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, Hitman 3 was well-received. A lot of people had it in their uh, game of the year list, so, you know, we'll, we'll see how well this uh, winds up turning out here for this world of assassination, which pretty much that's what this is. You get them all 
everything together and get to go have fun assassinating things. Yeah. Um, uh, CD Projekt Red apparently has settled one of their cyberpunk lawsuits. They're going to pay $1.85 million. And this is for the class action lawsuit that alleged that it misled investors over the quality of Cyberpunk 2077. This is the one that was filed in December of two years ago by the Rosen Law Firm. Um, and yeah, oof. Uh, I mean, this is, <laughs> it, you know, yeah. they settled for only like basically a little under 2 million, and that's fine. That, I mean, that hurts a little, but yeah, they were, they were facing on the barrel of a much larger lawsuit. So, <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Uh, I mean, it's like what seventeen percent, I think, of the recoverable damages. Yeah, um, which isn't that's a lot, but it's like, like you said, it could have been much worse. And yeah. considering all the stuff they got in development, I think it will be kind of like not a big deal, right? Um, especially because Cyberpunk has such a more positive outlook now that. I think people probably forgot that this happened actually. Yeah. That there was these lawsuits going on. So it's it's one of those kind of like, well, how the world turns, uh, how things have happened for Cyberpunk and positively that I actually kind of forgot about that. Um, yeah. That like this was going on. So yeah. Uh, I guess good on Cyberpunk for at least our CD project for. Getting I agree to something and get this out of the way. Yeah. Uh, something that's not as cool, though, or I guess not in the same level, but still pretty cr- uh, crappy. Um, Madden NFL 23, if you lost your save and it got corrupted due to the data storage issue, oh, about like 60% of those are not going to be... You can't recover your save at all. So can you imagine the people that like already did a ton of franchise mode or any of the other modes like you lost that all like i would not be redoing that again yeah but how important is franchise mode to madden i mean come on uh well this year <laughs> that was supposed to be like one of the big things that they changed so yeah uh this year it wasn't very good though uh let's be honest madden 23 was not uh, outside of like paying the homage to john madden I mean, they say that about every year, though. Like, it just kind of gets slowly worse, like, year by year. Yeah, but it feels like this year they were making such a big deal about this one, and I haven't heard anyone say, like, oh, yeah, this was actually – the consensus is that this is bad. Yeah. Um, it's not like FIFA where sometimes you get, oh, I didn't like this, I didn't like that. Uh, for the most part, most people like FIFA 23 – not the so not the same for Madden at all. So uh and again that sucks considering um that it was sort of supposed to be paying homage to Madden and everything he's done for that right. uh franchise there. Uh Assassin's Creed has lost its showrunner uh for that Netflix uh series. Of course this series got announced like uh two years ago. Um and yeah, we really haven't seen anything of it. So some of one of these Netflix things that kind of just like, well, they announced it and now nothing's going on. So 
Yeah. I um, mean, yeah, th- this is why whenever you bring up these TV shows, always look at it with a grain of salt. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, to be fair, like nobody planned on the pandemic. Um, and then he said that there was a lot of movement between L.A. to London and um, that kind of has like not helped things. Uh, we'll see how long it takes for them to get another showrunner, but usually this stalls things a lot here. That's another to, few years. <laughs> right? I mean, at least Ubisoft's been helpful with it, but I mean, they got enough Assassin's Creed stuff going on that I don't think it's going to be uh, the worst thing in the world that they don't have this they're for, just waiting for Nick, They're just waiting for Nick Hoffman to get free so he can be the next Assassin. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I watched that exactly. too. I definitely know you. <laughs> um, anything else you wanna before we get to the games here? Uh, well, Microsoft backed down from their stupid FTC bitching. Uh, I mean, funny. that was dumb language that they put in that thing, but yeah, FTC still doesn't really. The fact that they're like not, um, that they're like not trying to actively go crazy about a settlement, and even they've said that if they don't reach a settlement, they're just going to close it. So I, okay, <laughs> this is going to go on the whole year again. Sadly, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we get to the end of the year and Microsoft still doesn't have an Activision uh, Blizzard, right. but. Hopefully yeah, they'll be closer to it, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, let's get to the games, I guess. <laughs> uh so you platinumed it, I beat it. Uh, I got to like fifty percent of the missions and I was just like, ah, well, if I feel like going back to this other point, I will. Um kind of just wanted to get through the game uh at some point. Um You're talking about crisis core. <laughs> yes, crisis core. Uh so crisis core, the Final Seven reunion, the that remaster uh again you're playing it on ps5 right yeah and then i I played on switch um and we kind of talked about it a lot on the last episode so i mean i don't know if you what do you think of the story i mean because you didn't finish it or you didn't know what the hell was going on so yeah i hadn't played it before um i obviously the ending was really awesome yeah uh yeah i I tend I I like Genesis. I think he's kind of cool, and the Loveless stuff was, um, <laughs> you know, that's him. And again, I like that. You know, you kind of understand Sephiroth a bit more. Um, and I like that having that different perspective of the Nibelheim incident that you don't get if you only play Final Fantasy Seven. So, right. yeah, I mean. And again, it looks really good. The stuff that they did uh, improve. Um, so, yeah, the only yeah. the only bad stuff, as we said last time, was the FMV and certain like yeah. sequences is still shaky. Although and it feels the- like Angeal really looks bad. I don't like the other guys don't look as bad, but Angeal really does for some reason. Um, but yeah, I mean, even Angeal to a certain aspects he was interesting too yeah uh, so i like the story um overall and 
it made me actually go and see if I can finally get myself to beat Final Fantasy Seven. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, I started like just watching a bunch of stuff about the story and how it all you know combines and works. And um, I, yeah. I mean, you mentioned it, so I'll I'll tell this little story real quick. I had an old friend. He he's really like Crisis Core, and he used to say that like his big his big theory was like, oh, the loveless play is like an uh, analogy of the whole Final Fantasy VII storyline. Like it was like somehow like they had part they had like loveless is like their their plan, and it's all like a metaphor for Final Fantasy VII, and I'm like. No, they just bolted that shit on when it was in Crisis Core. <laughs> like, come on. I, I mean, he wouldn't be like totally necessarily they wrong. They don't mention Loveless once in Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah, they don't. I mean, other than the, it being in the intro. Yeah, like the, like the you don't like the banner or like yeah that like marquee sign and that's it. Like, yeah, you on. don't really like, see it uh, mentioned again. I mean, maybe that's what the remake's going to do because they. Uh, kind of, sort of hit added a little bit. Uh, that maybe he's gonna play other than Zach. Obviously, he you know Genesis might play a bigger role. Um, which would be kind of interesting if they like put him in because you know you never really um get to hear much about him at all if you only play seven. Like Zach's right. in there a little bit, and then I bet she's Sephiroth, but. Yeah, I mean, it was cool to just experience Zack's story, and um, he's a much different character than Cloud, so... You forgot better. Um, yeah, I, I mean, he's just more enthusiastic, I guess you could say. Um, which, that's fine, too. It's more, I guess, uh, anime. And then it's like, once you play this game... You obviously get a sense of the like cloud struggle in seven. Like you under, I think I understand it a lot more now, having played this game too. So plus the gameplay was fun as hell. Um, yeah, what do you think of the gameplay? Like actually, I mean, you didn't get like too far in the battle system, but from what you saw. <laughs> well, I mean, I played like fifty percent of those missions. That's a lot. Uh, so, um, well, here's the thing: you didn't get there are, I mean. There are items in the game that break the limits in the game, like the yeah. HP and the damage limit. So instead of like nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine, you're dealing ninety nine thousand. Right. You didn't. I don't think you got that. No, I didn't get that. But I mean, uh, and there is a. Uh, I mean, there are abilities in that game that are just like, like fucked. Like uh, the the main one is called Costly Punch, and it takes yeah. away like maybe like a fifth. Or like a six of your HP, but it deals in like ninety nine thousand damage. Oh, okay. so it, wow! Like every time you do it, or it's like it takes off like yeah, like, I think like a tenth of your HP, and that, like that's every time you use it. But it's like yeah. the move to use. <laughs> and right, did, the uh, I mean, I did the boss fight. There's a hidden boss fight in the game. Uh the boss has ten million HP. Jesus. That's on. That's on normal. The hard version has seventy-seven million. Good lord. Right. Um, 
Yeah, I didn't feel like I needed to do that, but I mean, I thought the gameplay was still fun. Yeah. Um, I like that they made the DMW not obtrusive, and uh, it just kind of helps you here right. and there. Uh, I love getting the random, like, oh, no MP costs or no AP costs or um, all that stuff. So there's there's one mission in that game. Did you ever find Tonberry? Yeah, I did the Tonberry. Uh-huh. Okay. His last mission, there's a spot in the map where you can get a Tonberry to basically glitch into the level. Or he like, yeah. he gets stopped by a barricade or like by a wall. So he'll just keep walking at you, but he can't actually get you. Right. And you can just let the DMW spin forever. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And I, that's how I leveled up, or a lot of the time, because, yeah, like, Oh, I can get Moogle, or I can get Sisne to uh, do her thing, then get Moogle to level up my materia, or just like level right. my character up. So it's like, yep, yeah, I'm just going to let, let this run for an hour or two, and then come back to it. <laughs> I also like Sisne a lot. It sucks that she doesn't really appear. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. That's, that's like another part of my, me shooting holes my friend, my buddy's plan. It's like, oh, they have a plan. I'm like, no, they don't, because it's bolted her into this game, like, no problem. Like, yeah, it's not like she pops in Final Fantasy Seven, you know, at all. It's like they they needed another love interest for Zach besides Aerith. Yeah, um, and and Yuffie was too young. <laughs> yeah, oh god, yeah, way too young. Uh, that but, stuff's cute though, like with the Yuffie. <laughs> and it, it sucks because yeah, like I, I like you said, I like Sisney a lot. Yeah, like, more than Tifa. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know how to go that far, but um. You know, yeah, I do think that like what she does for Zach or whatever in the game is pretty cool. And yeah, um, yeah, I just I, I I really enjoy the game. It's not super long, which I also uh, enjoyed about that. And uh, I I would say that I don't know that it's worth fifty dollars. Um, just me personally. But I got it for like thirty, so that was my. I thought that for thirty, it's it's worth it for everything, right? Um, but yeah, uh, overall positive uh, on that game. Uh, I think I wouldn't put it in our end of the year thing because it's still mostly a remaster. Uh, yeah, I mean, they unlike like Persona Five Royal, like they didn't change anything. Yeah, they didn't. Except, yeah, they didn't change anything. Except, Except make the voice acting worse. So <laughs> I don't. I can't speak on that, but I'll take your word for it. Yeah, um, it does really make you feel like okay, they're definitely going to spin this on its head when we get to rebirth here, and that's yeah. why they wanted to give you the original story so you could play through that. And then when they change things to rebirth, you can't really get upset because that original story's out there for you, right? So or or people are playing rebirth. They'll know who the hell Zach is. <laughs> yeah, that too. They'll definitely know who Zach is, and you would appreciate him. So that's um, another thing too. Uh, like I said, that made me want to go try to see if I can get through Final Fantasy VII finally. So I'm almost done with Midgar. So, so the that's whole good, part of Final Fantasy remake, VII remake. That's like I'm the first that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, the whole like first what six hours of the game um but yeah it's fun always going through that i think i've done that 
Midgar part, I don't know how many times. It's the problem of like once you get out to the open world where there's a lot more stuff is where I, sometimes I peter off. Um, so I'm gonna try to not do that um, this time and keep up with it. But I mean, we'll see. If you, yeah, if you follow a guide, it's easy enough. Like maybe not yeah. step by step, but I say, okay, go to calm. Get the, you know, get the airplane. Yeah. you know, do all this other crap. Like, how far have you gotten into that game at all? Like ever? Uh the farthest I've ever gotten is uh into this. Like where I got the high win. Okay. The first yeah. one. I assume the first one. Yeah, the first one, yeah. Okay. I mean, that's when that game really opens up. But also that game has the problem of of that era of like, if you stop playing for more than a week, it tells you nothing about where to go next. Or like... Yeah, no, definitely. Like, um, I, I think there's a kind of like a, a guy in the ship that goes like, oh, we need to go here next. But like, it's not clear about where that is or what to do right. when you get there or anything like so yeah having objectives like in, in games nowadays is a lot more helpful <laughs> uh, no certainly and then also the i really do appreciate the ones that do the oh hey you haven't played in a bit here's the recap All right like more games should really do that honestly uh, it would be great if if more games did that. To be fair, yep. Uh, you've been I haven't been playing. That's that's all I've been uh, really playing. I just downloaded that. Um, I got a code for uh, Space for the Unbound, which comes out on the nineteenth. I uh, downloaded. That's all I've done with it. We'll see. Tomorrow's my day off, so I'll probably get to dive into it and maybe get to skirt around the embargo and talk a little bit. Um, about it, I haven't played um, any. I haven't played anything. I'm play, I played like I finished up WoW. Yeah, and that's been about it. Any like final thoughts? I did part of the raid. It was okay, okay. Uh, and the stuff I I want to drop never did. So I'm like, yep, this is WoW. <laughs> it sounds like because there are like mounts in the game that you can only get like you can only try for like once every week. Yeah, and it's like, yep, doing this for the past nine years now, and it's like, it's like, wow, this is a good use of my time, uh, right? That's exactly what you want to be doing there. Yeah, um, yeah, um, I and I'm also waiting to see what's going to happen if we get a code for uh, One Piece Odyssey, which comes out like next week. So watch, we'll get like a PS5 code, so it'll be screwed. <laughs> I mean, I'll be fine. I have both, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, uh, but you, you don't want to, you're not playing that regularly, so that's the issue. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it looks like my housing situation is going to get better where I can have more access to my PS5. Uh, the only, um, I mean, in the hotels, the Wi Fi sucks, so I can't use remote play at all. So that's why I can't even really play those games. But um, yeah, I mean, either PSR or Xbox, that works. We'll see um, yeah. how that goes. But uh, our last thing we're going to do here is our top 10 or a little bit more thereabouts uh, anticipated games of 2023. Like I said, we'll do our top 10 of 2022 and 
our usual like building a top 25 whenever we can figure out who's going to be on it and when we can uh, do the show. But, you know, since we're already kind of looking ahead to next year or this year uh, that we're already in, I guess let's why not kind of go through some of our, our favorite games. So what are your uh, you have 11 here. What are your 11 through five, I guess? Uh, 11 was Theater Rhythm. Uh, I'll probably get that next month when it comes out. Yeah. Uh, Everspace 2, that's due out this year, finally. But, I mean, it's been, I've already played it. It's in early access since it came out right. like, a year and a half ago or whenever. Uh, Remnant 2, that's a big if. It comes out this year. Uh, yeah. Number 8 is an Aiden Chronicles 100 Heroes game. That's another right. game that, like, I'm not sure it's going to come out this year, but, you know, hopefully. And then Diablo they 4. promised that that's going to come out. I yeah, like. but they, who knows? <laughs> yeah. And then 7 is Diablo 4. Diablo 4. Um, I mean, that's going to be uh, probably a big game for you and Yen's, I'd imagine. Assuming it's good, yeah. <laughs> you think it won't be? I think Blizzard has a damn lot to prove. <laughs> I mean, they can't get worse than what they went through last year. So, I don't know. I mean, it could be, but I, I have faith that it's going to be good. Like, I think I, I get that why the hesitancy and everything, but I feel like they just like they, it can't be bad. Like I think they just have too much writing on it for it not to be good at this point. You know? So yeah. Um I have uh like one of my games I'm definitely looking forward to. Maybe not. Um, that's at the bottom, like replaced. When that thing got announced, that that Xbox show, um, I thought it looked awesome, and then they showed it again at the Game Awards. Still looks freaking great. So uh, excited for that. Um, Resident Evil Four Remake. Definitely want to play that when that comes out. Pretty, you know, one of those yeah. March, the, the spring games. That'll be cool. uh, for sure. Um, Ever Crisis. Uh, looking forward to playing that, of course, so we can continue the Final Fantasy 7. Uh, Hollow Knight 6 song. Something one that I'm we're looking forward to. And also Theater of Them as well. I'm going to get the super duper big edition for that. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably pick that up too. But you'll um, get it on the Switch and I'll get it on the PS5. Y- yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's a good thing to have portably. I won't lie. Uh, just to be able to turn that thing on and play for yes, a little bit, and at the cost of performance, then it becomes an issue. <laughs> if like the characters Co- still look like they do on the 3DS, I don't think we're going to have performance issues. Well, Crisis Core doesn't doesn't run well in the Switch. <laughs> or... No, it runs well on the Switch. They just it doesn't run at 60 frames. It runs at 30, but it it's a lock 30 frames and it runs really well. I don't have any problems with it glitching or. All right. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, what are your la- your 
final five, I guess. My, uh, my top five or six or whatever. Uh, Fire Emblem and Engage. All right. I've okay. heard good things. I know the previews just came out for that. And people are a little shaky on it. Like, yeah. I guess it kind of removes some of the social aspect stuff, but it's like, that's not entirely bad. Like, it gets kind of gets kind of bogged down in like three houses a little. Uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage, and then Jedi Survivor. Those will be cool. Uh, the the top three were the Suikoden Remaster. Uh, yeah, that's totally yours. And I know I'm going to be buying two two copies of that because I'll buy it when it comes out, and then I know Limited Run will have like the super deluxe version of it, like nine months down the road, you know, here's yeah. a $200 box of it. We get the soundtrack and all that other stupid crap. Right. Fist. And the two, the top two, uh, which are kind of jokes, but we'll see. Uh, the, <laughs> the second one is grand blue fantasy relink. And I've only had that oh, on my right. list for like the past four years now. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's going to come one of these, it's going to come one of these years. I just know it. And the top one is Regency Solitaire 2. Uh, fair enough. Yep. Uh, yeah, I know you love that first Regency Solitaire, so Yeah, and I've been uh, following the guy the the you know the programmer or the you know the main guy on Twitter and what they show him looks good. Cause then like the last two games he's they've made like weren't bad, but they weren't what I wanted necessarily. Right. So the six looked a nice return to form. Yeah, let's hope so. Um, yeah, for me, uh, One Piece Odyssey, which is about to come out pretty quickly here. So happy that I get one of my games I've been looking forward to. The first, uh, I guess you can call it JRPG for One Piece. It's it got turn-based battles, stuff I love. You get to go through the whole One Piece story, but they're not doing it like, you know, and then the direct... You know, all, way you're so... all thirty years of One Piece, where the fuck long it's been, <laughs> right? Hey, still, um, still gonna be uh, really good, I think. Um, I don't know why I'm. Uh, I had theater of them already there. Uh, Lack of Dragon Ishin. I'm excited for that. Yeah, yeah, uh, I'm just super pumped about that, but I'm not sure it's gonna come out this year. <laughs> You really don't think so? They're like even saying, I mean, I know that they have that other one that for sure is probably not coming, but I think like Ishin for for sure it's going to come. Uh, hopefully. And then, of course, the two Final Fantasies. For me, uh, Final Fantasy is uh, my favorite franchise, so um, why not? The 16 and I don't know that Rebirth is going to come. I'm hoping. I, I really doubt it. <laughs> That it's going to be a December 2023 game. He did say that things are progressing well, but I wouldn't be surprised if we're talking about January, February 2024 uh, when that finally comes out. Yeah. Um, another one that I forgot to put on here, Alan Wake 2. Pretty excited for that, too. Right. But, but I mean, yeah. Fun. No, uh, that demo didn't leave me with the best of feelings. Yeah, uh, I might try to go play it again or whatever, but I mean, also, you know, I'm kind of debating on Dead Space Remake and that comes out like three days after and it's like, I don't know that I can, you know, buy both. So and plus I got to spend all that money on 
uh, theater, the final bar line that comes out like not that long after there. So uh, that's going to be like, that's the super duper edition. So I think that's like $120 or something. Uh, that's 100. Oh, a hundred. Okay. But um, yeah, I, once that comes out, I'll probably just be playing that for a while. Right. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot to look forward to for this year. Um, a lot of games that got delayed from last year that are probably going to come out this year, you'd think. Um, I don't think we're going to see so many delays as we have in the last couple of years because of, like, that's when we really had to deal with COVID. So I think we're going to start seeing more games start actually hitting the dates or if they get delayed, they get delayed like to where they'll end up coming in later in the year, but they actually come out. So uh, we'll see. Let's hope Microsoft puts out more than three games this year. (laughs) Well, I mean, even if they, well, but okay, let's, let's think about it. If they, what they came out with last year was just really small. It's like we're talking about Pentiment, Grounded, and I can't even think of the other game right now. Um, so, and I don't think that was actually like a Microsoft game. I think it was a, a High on Life was just, that's a third party uh, thing that they just got the exclusive rights to. But, um, I mean, if you get both Redfall and Starfield within, let's say, March and May, which the rumor are, rumors are that Redfall is coming in May and Starfield is possibly coming in the spring. The, the other game was As Dusk Falls. Oh, As Dusk Falls is not Microsoft either. I think that's just an exclusive. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I mean, I like that. those falls and everything. But if you release both those two, uh, and then Forza Motorsport 8, or whatever they're going to yeah. call that, uh, later in the year, I mean, that's three really quality games. I mean, uh, I don't know that I'm going to play any of them unless I can... We're on Game Pass, so you'll play them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not a racing person, so I know I won't play Forza. Uh, but See, of, maybe, of those, maybe Starfield. Of those games, I wouldn't, I wouldn't play Redfall. <laughs> yeah, I might try out Redfall. Uh, it's not, like, moving me. Um, there's other it stuff just, coming to Game Pass that I'm... It just smacks of all these other, four, like, four... Like four player games like you know right back for blood or evil dead or all those other stupid crap yeah all that exactly that, i mean back for blood was fun come back on for was really fun and quickly flame out <laughs> let's let's see if redfall can buck that trend um oh another game that i'm super excited about i forgot wow what how did i forget this game sea of stars which basically is like an indie version of chrono trigger uh, looks freaking amazing, and that's supposed to come out this year. So, um, yeah, but like I said, there's a lot here that you know we could probably do a top like twenty or thirty, whatever. There's there's a lot. If all this stuff comes out this year, <laughs> yeah. bless you. Uh, thank you. Um, <laughs> sorry. 
our our wallets are going to be screaming. So uh, that being said, I think we're unless you have anything else. To, nope. So that's pretty much it. Uh, what are your most anticipated games of this year? Let us know in the comments on YouTube or, you know, and you can email us, w2network.gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter, at w2network.com, at himmanityplay, at w2network, whatever. You can go watch us on YouTube, on Twitch, or go listen to us on the podcast of your choice. Uh, if you like what you heard, you can hit subscribe. Uh, and I was obviously go leave us a review if you can. That'd be great. It helps us out. And... Yeah, we will see you um, hopefully not too long from now to do uh, our top 25 and our top 10s and uh, obviously to do more episodes because the year's starting. Lots to talk about here. Lots to go on. So see you later, everybody. Later.